to Nerd vs. World, episode 67, Judge Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. And we are being joined today by the organiser of Lawgiver Mark III, Sue. Hiya. Well, yeah, let's get straight to it. Hiya. <laughs> this is now the third year. This is the third year we're yeah. running it, yeah. So we've, we've been pretty successful. So yeah, we've uh, come around to do it for the third time this year. Um, and it's getting bigger and bigger, bigger and better each time. Um, so uh, Lawgiver is the UK's only Judge Dread convention. Uh, and solely sort of dedicated to Judge Dredd. So um, much as we have people coming up dressed as other 2000 AD characters, and, and 2000 AD is very, very welcome, but we focus primarily on, on Judge Dredd and Dredd artists and writers and people who've worked on it and discussions on that whole topic. I can say, because yeah, it, it does, uh, we saw some cosplayers there last year that was just from slightly different yeah. things in Judge Dredd. Yeah, it definitely lends itself to sort of 2000 AD and expansions of that. So, and people love talking about sort of the surrounding universe as well. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, does, does it feel like the people who are coming along are, are, are kind of big 2000 AD fans and do they want to talk about more about the expanded universe or is it just people there for solid dread? I think it's it's definitely dread orientated because um, it's the UK superhero, isn't it? That's what it's it's sort of famous for and people like to yeah. kind of celebrate dread as, as kind of the UK. That's how it started initially as well, was, was it was representing the UK kind of comic industry mm. and dread being the sort of centre and having been there since the... 1970s, mm. um, sort of stepping through that. Um, so I think there's definite discussions around the surrounding universe of that that crops up as well in, in the panels that we do. Um, but we do try and try and keep it sort of dread centric as much mm -hmm. as we can. Because that's been the passion that's sort of kept this going over the years, isn't it? Because you started off in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah first one in Eddie's. Eddie's 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 yeah. The first one was um, was there. Yeah, literally the only reason we moved from there is because they they lost the site. They weren't allowed to use it again. So, and because I know the guys that run a few conventions at DoubleTree, they were said uh, we can do your discount. So I was like, cool. And so we did it at the DoubleTree, and it turned out to be a much a much nicer venue and a much easier place for people to get to. Mm. Um, so yeah, we did. We booked it straight away last year to do it at the DoubleTree again this year, um, and it's a really nice location for people to try and get to. It is definitely the sort of Midland Southern contingent. So mm. I know it's it's we. I think the furthest people come from is Scotland, but people do sort of fly fly down and stuff like that. But we don't. Uh, it's difficult to cater for the. Yeah, I, I don't recall it being easy for us, but that was just yeah. because we came from MCM via Milton Keynes oh to drop Megan. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you being really, really tired just all day. We rolled in at like kind of ten o'clock at night, I think, on the on the night before the con. It's like, oh god, it's the shortest hotel stay I think I've ever oh, had. It was a bit of a rough job on that. That was fun. But no, it was really cool. I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that because I mean, we did some really cool panels on that day. And yeah. The, uh, the, the ISOQ 101 that I did, I really, really enjoyed that. Excellent. I think that's still the banner on my Twitter page now. Is <laughs> that <laughs> my Twitter? Yeah, we have Twitter pages. Yeah. Awesome. Now we've got some uh, we've got some good panels this year. We we sort of cut it down slightly because I think it was it felt quite rushed last year on on people racing from panels to one panel to the next and stuff. So we've tried to slow it down quite a bit this year and make it a lot more relaxed. Mm -hmm. um, so we're doing single interviews with um, two of our guests, uh, Abigail Bulmer, who's a, a colorist for uh, for Dread, and uh, Mick McMah Mick McMahon. I can never pronounce his name. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're doing an interview with him. And in the other panel rooms, we've got a couple of normal sort of discussion panels with the rest of the artists and stuff so the, they'll be uh, released on the program and then we've got a couple of fun ones so in the afternoon we're going to do a draw off uh, which is going to be between John Higgins, Patrick Goddard and Dylan Teague where they get some 
big old uh, flip charts and uh, we'll give them a topic to draw and then cool. uh, we'll, we'll vote for the winner and stuff like that. So that'd be quite fun. Just throw up, what about old game show? Uh... Pictionary. It's like Pictionary, yeah. yeah. It's like Pictionary, yeah. I remember the TV show. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's called. I keep thinking who's drawing it anyway, but it wasn't no, that. No, it was something that. like it. But I, I know the show you mean, yeah. where yeah, you had celebrity sit down and had to draw and guess what it was and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it'd be quite interesting to see what they come up with. Um, I think there's, def there's definitely been some challenges between the two, the three artists, so uh, yeah, it'll be good to see. As, as I recall from Lawgiver 2, there's always some interesting kind of cosplay contest. Was, was there a dread chin-off last year? There was a dread chin-off last year, yeah. Um, in, in lieu of that, we're doing a, a massive group photo this year because they all wanted a group photo last year and trying to get them herded into one place oh, was an absolute nightmare. <laughs> I remember just running around getting really stroppy at everyone going, why won't people stay still? So yeah, we've actually like booked into the programme one o'clock, we're doing a group photo, everyone in this place. Right. So rather than doing it at a chin-off. But the other thing, um, one of the, uh, we've got someone doing, uh, we're, I think we're going to do um, a 15 to 1 style quiz that you sign up for at the beginning of the day. Mm. And uh, yeah, testing people's dread knowledge uh, against what they know, because mm. there's, some, there's some real knowledge going on in, in the fan base around there, and, and uh, people love sort of discussing it and things like that. So yeah, one of the guys is going to do a 15 to 1. and. Uh, it's got some good prizes I think we can give away and that would be quite cool. Cool. That'd be pretty sweet. So yeah, a bit of a packed day. It's, it's still a packed day, but it feels a bit more relaxing than it was. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it sounds good. What I liked about it was all the kind of cool games that were kicking around in the other room. So it, it was nice to have loads of fun little things that you could just go and do, which is, uh, I thought that was nice and uh, it was nice inventive. Yeah, no, it was really cool. The um, it sort of uh, it kind of led nicely onto the tombola, which is one of our biggest fundraisers because it, it provides funds for the, the next year's event. Essentially, is, is on the tombola, which is really really cool. Um, this year, uh, again, we're doing something different again because we've managed to get hold of a couple of guys who've got quite a considerable props collection from the film Dread. So we now have the largest, I think it's the largest collection of props from film, from Dread in the UK wow. under one roof. Sweet. So that whole room now is going to be taken up by an ex exhibition um, and we'll have a green screen set up and I think you're going to be able to ride the law, the lawgiver, no, lawmaster bike. You can actually sit on it and have your photo taken with it and stuff oh. like that. So yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Quite chuffed to get that one. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I emailed the, the hotel. I was just like, can we, can we get a motorbike in the hotel? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just as long as you can get it through the doors, we don't mind. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it we'll out. Find <laughs> we'll find a way somehow. I don't know. So yeah, quite a lot going on this this time. It's going to be uh, going to be a good day, I think. Cool. Oh, I was going to, I was going to ask you because uh, you saw uh, you posted the other day that uh, you got a, a tweet from um, Carl Urban. I know. That's so that awesome. made my day that did. How I did that come about? What did you tweet? It was about the event. It was about the event um, because he just joined Twitter. He's, no, he's not been on Twitter at all before. And he was posting up about uh, trying to do a Dread sequel and mm. that he'd be well up for doing some kind of series or something. So there was a lot of some Twitter um, murmurings going on about that. Um, and so literally, yeah, I posted up saying uh, just... Retweeting. Um, retweeting him, but also outright asking him online um, would, would you be interested in coming to the UK's only Judge Dread convention? We'd love to have you along as a guest. Um, mm. You're more than welcome. And uh, and got everybody to retweet it and really sort of promote it so it cropped up in his extremely busy feed. Um, yeah, and he DM'd me directly, direct messaged me um, that, that evening. Uh, I got it the following morning to say, and it was literally to say thanks very much for the invite, but I've got a scheduling clash. So it was 
polite but decline kind of thing. I was like, I don't care you, that you took the time <laughs> out to write back to me. Life That's, made. Yeah, <laughs> you took the time out of your very busy schedule to actually say no, thank you and you know write back to me. So yeah, absolute day made. That was awesome. He's probably on press for Star Trek Beyond. Probably yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah quite possibly. And the the other one was um, Johnny Vegas. Yeah. You were saying about that last year. Where his the... um, agent put us down to, to uh, so there's a chance he might turn up on the day, which is what he tends to do, I think, at conventions, is just sort of turn up and have a good time. But Rather than I think he's announce in, it. I've got a feeling he's in Benidorm, but right, his okay. tweets and things, he's abroad at the moment, so he, probably he won't be able to make it. But, oh, no, yeah, his no, agent no. did say it's in the diary, because I know he's a huge fan. Yeah. He's a big fan. But it'll be good to have him along. It'll be good to have him. So Johnny Vegas, come on. <laughs> Cool. Now, uh, I guess a bit of musings now, because as you say, they're talking. There is there is a lot of talk kicking around about potentially Netflix doing a trend series. Yeah. I mean, how real is it? It's definitely got legs, I think, because I've seen that Rebellion have now got involved and and uh, 2000 AD uh, messaging and saying things and stuff. So there's definitely something murmurings in the works of. I think um, I think they just need funding, doesn't it? Yeah. That's all. It's it's it just needs funding and uh, but. I think um, Netflix itself would be a really good platform for it yeah. to do a whole host of different stories and that real daredevil visceral kind of dark so. city kind of world. Yeah. It works beautifully for a, a good series, I, I think. That would be truly awesome. Uh, yeah, what do you that, reckon? That would be my preference. I mean, Amazon do good shows as well. You, know, you can't write off stuff like um, Black Sails or Mr. Robot. I've literally oh, yeah. just finished Mr. Robot and that was, mm. that was really good. But I do think that the way Netflix have handled um, Jessica Jones, I think, yeah. as well as yeah, Daredevil. It can handle the real big topics, deep yeah. topics, and, and that kind of mental stuff going on and everything, I think. I think it, it, has, has, more, it has more association as well, name, name association. So I think... For superheroes and comic related stuff. I yeah. think gradually better suited to, yeah. to Netflix than Amazon. But yeah, either of these video on demand services have the funding and the ability to produce yeah. a good red show. I think it's like one of these things that it's a fan thing. Yeah. Enough pressure from the fans and it can happen. Yeah, definitely. I think we've seen that. And I, there's definitely a the fan base there for it as well. And I think if some of the big names get, if Olivia Thirlby kind of messages to say she'd be up for taking up the role again and stuff like that, you definitely got legs on it I reckon yeah it's just finding the, the big bosses to say yes let's roll with it absolutely is that where you are with it it's going to happen on Netflix um, I, I would like it on Netflix yeah yeah I think that it's the right platform for it I think I think it would be better than the movie because I think yeah I, mean, I, I, I had my issues with the movie I, I, I watched it it was the first time I'd ever watched uh, a film on a 3D TV so I went over to David and watched it and I was really quite impressed at how, how it stood up on a 3D TV and it's definitely one of those films that was made for 3D and looks absolutely stunning. Uh, I, I was kind of a little bit let down by the story. I felt that it felt a bit like Die Hard. It felt like The Raid. Yeah. That was, I think that was unfortunate because they literally, but it's kind yeah. of the, it was the DreamWorks Pixar query where some, they conveniently release films very similar to each other at the same, same time. time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what happened there. I don't think it was intentional. They literally just released at the same time. Yeah. It's a similar theme. I just think that the universe is so rich that to lock them in a tower block for the whole of the movie just felt like a little bit of a cop out to me. I suppose as a, technically as an origin story it works though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, it works perfectly fine as an origin story. I just, yeah, I, I felt they could have done a bit more with it. But they, 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 visually it was stunning and that was the thing that got it me. Was it, it, it looked absolutely amazing. 
and again, it's one of those films that did much better on its Blu-ray release than a cinema release. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There's a bit in the film that I really that makes me laugh every time I see it, where Marmar's in the bath and she's taking the slow mo, and there's the bubbles going everywhere, mm. and she's looking at the thing. And I just think of that speed up. She's there, just going, nah, 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 and splashing about everywhere. And I'm like, that's basically Marmar is splashing about really fast in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> no, cool. So we've talked about it, but you need to give us a date. So date, yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Lawgiver Mark III is at the Double Treat by Hilton in Bristol um, on Saturday the 28th of May. We, uh, we open doors at 9 o'clock and uh, program starts from, uh, welcome program starts from 10 o'clock onwards. Um, and we're running throughout the day. I think the, the, last, uh, the last panel is probably going to be about 4 o'clock-ish. I'm trying to remember now. Um, but the bar's open, um, and I think most people are hanging about afterwards as well. So, and all the artists are going to be there, and the writers are going to be there hanging about as well. So it's a, a really social event. So just come, come whenever you want. Come and hang out for the day. Come buy, you know, have a pint. It's a, it's a really good day to, to just chill out in the hotel for the day. Mm. Um, there's also, I forgot to say, um, a showing of Dread at the Scott Cinema pre uh, the night before. Mm. They're doing a, a 3D showing of oh, Dread sweet. at the Scott Cinema. Um, that's uh, that I think they're selling tickets on Facebook for. Which be quite good. It's another chap that I work with that's organising it, and I sort of left it to him to do. But yeah, it's a it's a good social gathering the night before. I reckon to, to get everyone together who's stopping over and uh, watch rewatching Dread again for the big day. Yeah, I might have to go up the day early then. Yeah, so I might have yeah. to. We're staying Friday night and going back late Saturday. That's yeah. our kind of plan. So, but it'll be a it'll be a good day. It's gonna be a long day, but it'll be fun. Um, I also be all the guests for this year actually, because I've got it in front of me. Um, Guests for this year, um, Mick McMahon, uh, Abigail Bulmer, uh, Mike Collins, Lee Carter and Henry Flint, John Higgins, uh, Dylan T, Ryan Brown, Patrick Goddard and Rob Williams are all going to be there. Um, and if you buy Ryan Brown a pint, he'll give you all of his prints because he's just lovely like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Well... Nervous as well will be there as well. Yes, of course you will. Yeah, you're going to come and do some podcasts. We'll go over and we've got a few podcasts over there. I think you ought to hijack some of the judges and get them in because they'll come and, come and talk to you. Yeah, well, we will, don't worry. They'll come and torture him. Yeah, they'll, yeah. yeah <laughs> they'll come and beat him up and put him in stress positions probably. But <laughs> Worst things happen to me all weekend in Bristol. <laughs> so. I think we can probably hijack some of the uh, 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 artists as well for you. They can come in and say yeah, hi. Be cool. Do a bit of a, a chin wag, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, what else we got? Oh, the um, the uh, we got a big. I said we got a big photo area and green screen. I, I bought a, a mug shot board as well with all the different lettering on it, so you can change your letters around and oh, cool. to do a proper perp mug shot with a judge. Nice. Like that. So there's loads of silly little things going on all through the day. It's going to be a really good laugh, I think. You get a makeup artist there as well to like do bruising. Oh, I'm loving that. Like, yes, that I might actually know someone <laughs> who could do that. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I just smacked Brendan Sunburn yeah. injuries already in the line of duty. <laughs> cool. Cool, thank you. Awesome. Well, I'll look forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good day. Right, this is going to put you on the spot a little bit, but we'll do this with all of our guests. The five oh, film no. challenge. Oh, God. Why didn't you warn me about this in advance? Because you should know it's coming. I know, I should have known it was coming. I should have known it was coming. So. The rules are, these films don't have to be groundbreaking, they don't have to be box office smashes. It's literally just the five films that you would always recommend to someone. That you think every other people, every other person should watch everyone, them. Okay, the five films that everyone's... I'm and you're not allowed to say Dread. 
Oh, <laughs> Interestingly, I've uh, I started a new job recently, and one of the, ch- the, the girls I've been chatting with, um, we've been going on lunch, and, and uh, she's realised I'm a real film buff and everything, so she's been asking for recommendations, and I'm like, oh, you need to watch this, and you need to make sure you watch this. And, um, so, I, mean, I think what I've been recommending her... So the challenge, then, is to keep it down to five. To keep it down to five. Aliens would be my first one. Play mm. five because that's on my list as well. <laughs> Wait, were you aliens or alien? Oh shit, I was alien. Oh. I think I was aliens. I to be fair, they're both pretty much equal on my list. Alien, aliens, but for different reasons, they're both yeah. way up there for the different types amazing. of film. Yeah, exactly. They're totally different types of film. Uh, so yeah, top list aliens, I think. Um, what else I got? Um, any one of the lethal weapons. Ooh, Ooh nice. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a big that's a fan of lethal it's, weapons. It's not a separate part, but I love the lethal yeah, weapons. Yeah, any one of the lethal and, and they're all equally awesome in different ways. Yeah, Literally, I'll think, stick any of them on and watch them quite happily. I think I, I would probably bump the lethal weapon over all of them yeah. just purely because. It's so Yeah, because he's so mental in yeah, that first he's film. Mental. He's yeah. just like yeah. properly broken. Yeah. Is that, has that been our list yet? No, I think it's the first time I've ever seen that's a new one. But no, I, I absolutely love that movie. And yeah. I, I watched them all fairly recently. And just that first one is just so stunningly good. It and still, it, it counts it as a Christmas does, movie. It does count as a Christmas movie. Yeah. Most, yeah. most of them do, I think. Actually. I think most, most of the Lethal Weapon ones do count as Christmas movies. Well, but yeah, so, that first one definitely is. And the fight scene at the first one. Where, yeah. yeah, it just absolutely kicks ass. It's, 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 it's the bits where you just get Riggs just running along the street. I just think it's stunning. Yeah. And his eyes go yeah. properly yeah. mental. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. um, Cool. <laughs> Fully behind Lethal Weapons so, as a choice. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, what else I'm now mentally running through my entire DVD collection. I'm trying to think what I've got that I watch. Um, I think Guardians has got to go down. Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy. Galaxy has got to go down because that's just the that's still, go-to. That's still number one on my Marvel list. Yeah, yeah, it's my go-to need to watch again kind of film on, when, it's, when I need to watch a superhero movie. So I, I reviewed Civil War recently and in the review I say that it's a very good film, but the problem with it being a very good film in the MCU is that because the MCU is so consistently good, yes. it's not quite enough to get into my top five films. Yeah. And, it, and it hasn't broken through. But Guardians um, is number one in that top five. Chuck Wendig had a really interesting rant about um, the uh, about Civil War recently. Without giving any spoilers away, it was really good with it. He said it was a really, really good superhero movie, Avengers movie, and he thoroughly enjoyed it because of all the themes that it was giving and, and the... Um, the scenes and the action and stuff and how, how how much of a good plot it had and how well paced and well put together it was it's not a film he could show to his kids it's not a superhero movie mm. of people dressed up in silly costumes that he can take his five-year-old boy to go and see to go and see the cool people flying around and having you know having fights and stuff like he sees in all his toys and things apart from that one 20 minute scene before. yeah apart from that one 20 minute scene <laughs> It's but quite, it's quite like in 20 minutes. But it's, it just it's, 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 it's like five minutes. It just yeah. feels like 20 minutes. It just, it just, it's so Super fucking quick. good. But um, yeah, because it's got such deep themes going through it and such horrible things, friends fighting and, mm. and yeah. stuff like that. And it said, he, he, I love the film as an adult, but I can't take my boy to go and see it, even though it's a superhero movie. Yeah. And I thought that was a really, really good kind of take on mm, it. Interesting take on it. It yeah. is. It's also really interesting that there's no big bad. Yeah. Like, it's this massive film. There's no, no like, major, massive yeah. bad guy. Well, no, Even, there is there is one baddie, and it's essentially he's there to try and tear them all apart in yeah. a kind of Joker fashion. Yeah, but Nemo is like Zemo rather. Yeah, is so subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, such he an is, excellent yeah. villain because yeah, he he's is. 
it brings it right back down to a human being being the thing that's kind of tearing these people apart. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. The, when aliens and everything else have it's failed, it is a single pissed off human being that's managed to With very, break very them. good reasons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who's done it by not focusing on what they've been doing to the world, but what's been happening in their past. It's, yeah. The, yeah. it's their history that's bringing them apart. And like once the whole Bucky storyline is resolved, you think you get this payoff of the end of that story and a conclusion, but you don't. That's only the beginning of the problems. It's actually what happens next that breaks the team. Yeah, and I'm very interested to see how the next episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. goes, because this should be the one that links it in. Oh, cool. Uh, next week? Tuesdays. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah next week's, because I've, I've seen this week's and that doesn't link in at yeah. all, but I'm expecting there to be a link, because they always seem to link it up with the Captain America movies, because they did that with Civil War. They did, yeah. yeah. That was not Civil War with... Winter Soldier was the big pivotal turning point of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was stunningly good. Oh, I love yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at the moment. Season it's 3 only, hasn't been quite as good. It's I holding think my it, attention still, I think. It's holding my attention, yeah. but, but uh, because, I wish they just killed Ward off and left him dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think because Season 2 was so much better than Season 1, and it was such a... Season 2 was just awesome start to finish. Yeah. Um, season three has suffered a little bit, I think, from awesome, having to follow too. that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's not a must-watch for me at the moment. It's like, oh, I've got to watch that at some point. I can wait until after done this. It's the one thing I've, I think it's the one thing I've stuck with because if I stop watching it, then that'll be I'll stop yeah. kind of watching yeah. it. So I kind of need to stick with it, otherwise I'll lose it completely. Yeah, I think I'm only watching it out of a out of a sense of Loyalty, completeness yeah. <laughs> for the MCU yeah. more than anything else. It's just, yeah, I've watched all the other Marvel stuff, so I'm going to carry on with this regardless of what happens. And that, that's what kind of kept me going through season one, in all fairness. <laughs> was the yeah, was season one, I was, coming, yeah. I was coming back every week for roleplay with the guys, and I was going on about the show, and everything's like, is it any good? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Just keep watching it. And they keep challenging me and keep challenging me. And I'm like, I keep fighting its corner. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't until, and I said it before, it wasn't until turn, turn, turn. Yeah. That I was just like acting it, and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> that episode is where now I just say don't watch it until episode 17. And people shout at me for saying that, but that's still my advice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, would, I would echo that completely. So ignore it until turn, 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 jump in at that yeah. point. Maybe watch the first one just to see the setup of the characters and then just assume yeah. that they all have adventures fighting a monster of the yeah. week for a couple of, <laughs> couple of months. But turn, turn, turn does another setup anyway. Yeah. So it's. It work, yeah. It's worse. Cool, so that's Aliens, Lethal Weapon, Guardians. Yep, two, two more. Two more. I'm trying to this. I'm struggling on a fifth one, but actually my fourth one, I think, it's going to be really random. Uh, it's Cannonball Run. Oh, okay. Um, because, only because we recently wanted to watch it. We watch it usually about once a year, something like that, because it's such a stupidly brilliant movie, and it's got... They don't make gag movies like that anymore. It's same with Airplane. It's on that yeah, kind of yeah, level yeah. of Airplane. They don't make that type of movie anymore. And Cannonball Run just has me laughing every single time we watch it. It's a really good group watch. You get the gang around yeah. and it tells stupid jokes okay. and all the characters are idiots. And I must admit, I haven't watched it since oh, I was a kid. It's yeah. stupid. I love it. That's just, another fresh edition as well. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that is another new one. Yeah, uh, I'll have to go back and watch it again. I always get that and Smokey and the Bandit confused. I don't know why. I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit. And it was on TV That's last nice. week. Bank holiday. Okay. It's a, to be fair, Cannibal Run and, and Airplane. There's sort of cross between the two. I, one or the other, or you could go back and watch at some point. I can't even. Year. I can't even think of Smokey and the Bandit without thinking of more. Didn't they look just like Burt Reynolds, <laughs> except for the moustache <laughs> <laughs> and Archer. Yeah. Cool. Okay. One um, more. One last more. one. Um, Oh yeah, 
No, he's, I, I was like thinking, I was thinking Kevin Smith because you said more rats, and I was going Kevin Smith films. Yeah. And which of the Kevin Smith films has got to be Dogma? Yeah, love Dogma. The yeah. superior one, I think. Oh. I love Clerks too. I'm a big fan of Clerks yeah. too. Um, because it's stupid again. Uh, I, yeah, I like Clerks specifically for things like the uh, the abridged Lord of the Rings. Yes. It's probably one <laughs> yeah. of my favourite things in that and film. Just, just Elias throughout the whole thing. I just love him. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, I need to watch that again, actually. I haven't seen it in ages. It's the ABC dance routine. Yeah. yeah. When that came on as well. When it just when the first time I saw it and that ABC dance routine kicked in, I was like, oh my God, this is great. So ages ago, like, when I was with the Galactic Knights, I had this whole concept for a newest world sort of YouTube thing called uh, Star Wars Dances the Movies. <laughs> and it was going to be like getting the GK to dress up in their characters and like do specific Love movie that. scenes. So we were going to have like... We need to have a judge dance-off. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally so working on that. <laughs> we were going to have someone do a dress up as Chewie and yeah. like do the Napoleon Dynamite dance from Napoleon Dynamite. And my whole thing was build the whole series towards doing the ABC dance from Clerks 2, but with Star Wars characters. That, that, really that was always like, we, we had another idea of one that I nearly did years ago, which was uh, we were going to do a website called TK421 Where Are You? And just, <laughs> and just have a series of vignettes appearing every week of what TK421 was doing while he wasn't at his post. I even registered the domain name for it and everything and came up with the theme tune, but sadly it's just one of those things that fell down the You could do that with, with um, models, just yeah, like yeah. with a small model, just yeah, yeah just watching a television. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, I might read that. You might read that. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I might need to work on the judges to see if they'll be up for a dance off actually, because I think I might need to be there next to the group photo. Gangnam style, isn't it? <laughs> Sweet. So let's recap that list then Aliens, Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon. Guardians of the Galaxy, Cannibal Run, and, and Dogma. Gotta love Dogma. Yeah, that's an excellent five movies. Thank you for off the cuff random movies going through my DVD collection. Man, that's <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> I found when I was doing it for my five list that I, I picked one and then like picked the next one, and then I got stuck in a genre. Yeah. So like I, got, I ended up with like Heather's and Marathi Bites and. Uh, What's in that? I was trying to think of. Um, What's the one with the assassin goes back to the school union? Oh, God, I think that was on my list. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was... I love that uh, movie. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the only reason I didn't mention that is because I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, oh, <laughs> like, I but absolutely I love, love that movie. That's one of my go-to movies when I want yeah, cheering up as I watch that. Yeah, go-to movie. I've got a few of those, but yeah. I've got a... See, I used to have a load, and like Empire Records is still up there. <gasps> yeah, we watched that recently, yeah. actually. Well, it was Empire Records Day, wasn't it? It was, that's yeah, that's why we watched it, I think. April the 8th. Rex Manning, uh, Manning Day. Rex Manning Day. <laughs> also, um, oh, really? Curiously, it's because that was the day Kurt was found. Was mm. it? I didn't know that. Okay. That's when the news broke and he was found. Because like, his death was obviously earlier than that. But yeah, that was... Um, yes, I remember reading that. That was why yeah. it was April 8th in April, the film, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading that. But yeah, that was always my go-to movie. But recently it's become Chef. I wasn't too fast on Listen, that. I love Chef. Uh, and, uh, I can see why it's a good I've, I've not seen it. That's the John Favreau. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's a good road trip movie, actually. Yeah. And there's another one, like, and I'm going to get so much shit for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> Begin Again with Keira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. I don't even know what no, that is. I've never heard of it. Is this some random rom com? It, it yeah. sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does sound like a random So basically, Mark Ruffalo is a, uh, a music producer, Darren's Luck. 
music producer who hasn't produced anything for a while. And he chances upon Kieran Knightley, he's a singer-songwriter playing in a bar. And she's there after a breakup with the guy from some band. Uh, and James Corden is in there forcing her to, to play. And he walks in and he has this like really glamorised view of what a producer does. She's on stage, just her and a guitar, and he's looking around the stage and you can see drums start to play themselves and bass starts to play itself, strings up, and he produces the music in his head. Yeah. And the whole film is about him then trying to sign her. And they they do this album in New York. So they go around, they do complete ghetto recordings in various locations in New York with like bands. They get people to come along and, cool. and help them out. And oh, I don't know. Something and, then, and then Mark Ruffalo turns into a 50-foot lizard and destroys downtown Tokyo, <laughs> yeah? That's, that's how it goes, how it yeah? ends, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's really not. Does everything like, explode I, within the first 14 seconds? Because if it doesn't, I'm not interested, I would, let's be honest. I would love to say that it's a, a classic sci-fi movie, but it's not. It's a rom-com. I fucking loved it. Um, so, yeah, that tends to, that's, that's been a go-to movie for me. That's fair. Uh, Sorry, I'm watching the crap out of house. I think do you feel better for getting out of your system? I do, I do. Like, yeah, that's, I wouldn't to say it's a guilty pleasure. I, liked, but I told you I liked, um, I watched uh, Lost in Translation for the week. I, oh, I, I fucking love that, love that movie. I was surprised right. at how much I liked it, actually. Yeah, yeah, I was really, sort of going yeah. into it, going, well, am I watched? I love Bill Murray, I think he's fantastic. Yeah, he, I think he just makes the movie. Had yeah. it been any other actor, it would have been rubbish. But yeah. I think, yeah, working together, him and Scarlett Johansson, working together, they make it beautifully. That one night out they have in Japan, they team up it's yeah it's what was even funnier about the whole thing was the whole process afterwards because like, it obviously won awards and uh sophia coppola yeah won awards bill murray won awards um just seeing like bill murray not turn up for really the baftas but like knowing he was winning and giving sophia coppola his speech to read for him made me a blush <laughs> like yeah that whole thing that's, that's one of the like i've seen two films of cinema with my dad right yeah in my life that was the last one I saw. The first one was Transformers, the animated movie. So it's in two <laughs> That's films. That's a good one. You and got it... the touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so that, that's, but those two films were... I can go home and YouTube that now completely. <laughs> I, it's on my Facebook. I put it on my Facebook wall, maybe like uh, three weeks ago. DVD as well. It's, it's, oh. it's well loved. <laughs> awesome. Bar week, grana, week, ninny bomb. Sorry. <laughs> You know what? Oddly, I do feel good about getting that off my chest. I'm a closet. See, this is the confessional now. Yeah, so yeah. Tell that. I'm a closet rom-com fan. I should come back and just do the film confessions. <laughs> what is it you seen that's meant to be really bad, but you love it? Mine's Real Steel because because Emma Newman watched it the other week. And uh, I was like, no, I've still yeah, not seen I, that. I really liked it, and you probably shouldn't like it, but it's just it's awesome. One that I have I, 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 on the recommendation of Helen Army, I bought Pitch Perfect, but I've yet to watch it. It's on my shelf, and I keep meaning to watch it. <laughs> Just leave it there. We should, destroy okay. it. I'll come, I'll, I'm going to mock you, but I know full well that I will fucking love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we should just have like a, a watch it, group watch of that just because. We're going to have to sit and watch it then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do, we'll do a live tweet along with yeah. 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 Perfect. Yeah. Um, I'll bring uh, Restless vs. Zombies. Uh, yay! <laughs> what, Restless Zombies? Restless vs. Zombies. <laughs> No, it's got like Matt Hardy and um, Hacksaw yeah. Jim Dogan. It's got There's like, one that's just gone up on Netflix recently called Dead Seven that's got like half the boy bands of the 90s in it or something. Nice. Ridiculous. I know I've got zombie strippers. I think I've seen zombie strippers because it was on... I was going to buy Deathgasm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you not buy that? I didn't buy it in the end. I was just like, I was so taken back with 
how Sainsbury's is positioned now on the shelves. Like <laughs> Deathgasm next to like this, uh, I'll remember you forever, sort of fucking lovey dovey rom com, like next to each other <laughs> on the shelf. It wasn't someone being. Great marketing, it wasn't, being someone, being it wasn't someone being a troll and just moving it there. They're literally like, you can see the prices and everything. Amazing. And like, and then up above, you've got like Star Wars Force Awakens, and like all the dark side ones have been sold, but the white yeah. ones are still there. No. Awesome. Supermarket place, which still one of my favourites is playing supermarket Scrabble with the herbs. Yeah, we like that. <laughs> we like doing that. I one. do love that. Cool. 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 Alright. Well, that's about it then for this episode. I think it's so. really good. Everyone come to Lawgiver. Tickets Yay. are available www.rule32promotions.co.uk. £25 a ticket. You can buy them now or you can buy them on the door. But come to Lawgiver, come and celebrate Dread. We will put that link in the show notes as well. So. Yeah, I said it really, really fast. Do it. <laughs> cool. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. I've been Sue. And thanks all for listening. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.